Welcome to the Sure IDC podcast, the podcast where we talk about everything and anything. Doesn't matter what or when or who or why, we will talk about it at some point. My name is Lucas, and I'm the one starting this because why not? The idea would be like if someone walked up to you and said, What do you want to talk about? And you said, I don't care. We talk about movies, songs, video games, board games, food, books, personality traits, people, animals, history, anything and everything you can think of, except politics. There's enough of that going on in the world. We can agree, disagree, or agree to disagree on any opinions, facts, or anything else that comes up in the episodes because that's life. We're just here having a good time. So something that has been a rising star recently, or not even recently, in the past several years, are streaming services, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Disney+, Plus, etc., etc., etc. Everyone must have their own streaming service, so today... We're going to talk about that uh, and what is the best streaming service uh, to have. And by we, I mean Jed and I. How's it going, Jed? Going great. I'm happy to be back on here with you. Yeah, I'm happy to have you back on here as well. So, first off, let's just, you know, how are, are you into streaming services? Uh, yes, I definitely am. Uh, through some form or another, I am using... Uh, it might up to be like five or six now. Uh, we use Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, I had a friend who just gave me access to the HBO Max, and then uh, just the other day, my dad gave me access to Discovery Plus. So, oh, yeah, I I might say I might be using a, a handful of streaming services currently. <laughs> now, I I used to have a lot of streaming services, um, but I got rid of them because I didn't think they were. I don't know. It was just like, I was just like, oh, I have Netflix. Oh, I have this. I think I got rid of like Hulu and Amazon. So I was like, why do I need this? I mean, I like them, but I was also paying for them as well. So. Oh, no doubt. I definitely agree with you there. And, and that at least has kind of been the benefit for us is that I think me and my wife pay for Hulu and uh, maybe one other. But like I said, I think my dad gave us access to Discovery Plus. A friend just gave us access to HBO max uh my sister-in-law pays for disney plus and i think my mother-in-law pays for amazon so i think we we technically pay for netflix and hulu you know everybody else have access to too but if you're paying for all of those that that does start to take a pretty penny out of your pocket yeah yeah well and it's funny because you know that's a good thing to mention because you know, if someone walk up to me and say, hey, you ever thought about getting television? I'd be like, no, that's too expensive. Why would I get television, like cable or whatever? But then if someone were to be like, hey, do you have Hulu? I'd be like, oh, yeah, I've got Hulu and Netflix and Amazon and this and that and this. And I pay for all of it, even though it's kind of probably the same thing. But it's, I don't know, it's different. Well, yeah, and you do have uh, some of these services as well that are offering a TV alternative. So for us with our Hulu, it's actually Hulu live plus TV. So we get, you know, the majority of the channels that you get on cable or on, you know, Comcast, direct TV, you know, whatever your usual TV provider is, at least the channels that tend to actually get watched on those services. 
And so we, we are paying a bit more than you would be just for the regular Hulu, but it is also coming out cheaper than us paying for cable or Comcast. So, yeah, uh, I mean, that's an option with it. I know Hulu does that. I think uh, YouTube now offers that service, too. And there may be a couple others that are doing a similar thing. Yeah, I've noticed the YouTube really pushing that hard. Um, every time I watch YouTube, it's always the first thing that pops up. It's always like, try YouTube TV. And it's like, oh, what's that? And then I never go as far as that. <laughs> I never go farther than that. I'm just like, oh, what's that? And then I just don't do it. No, I agree. And I, I'm at the point where it's like, okay, uh, I don't know that there's much that YouTube can offer me beside what's already free and, and what I'm also getting with some other streaming service at this point. So sorry, YouTube, you're not getting my service that way yet. But maybe you can surprise me at some point. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll start making originals. I don't know. YouTube originals. I think Ooh. they did try that. Uh, I know Cobra Kai started out on YouTube, actually. And maybe there's a couple others, but I think Cobra Kai was really the only successful one. And even that is now mm -hmm. technically a Netflix original, yeah, I believe. Yeah, it's on Netflix now. Yeah. So there's Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Plus. you got Amazon Prime, you mentioned HBO Max, uh, the mm -hmm. new one, Peacock, um, yep. YouTube, you said something about Discover. Discovery? Yeah, uh, Discovery Plus, which has a, a bunch of your kind of network channels. So I think it's got Discovery, History, HGTV, uh, Animal Planet, Food Network. And I think there was at least like close to maybe 10 other channels that were on there as well, too. Wow. So you now have like TV networks starting their own streaming service, which I think is a big thing because, you know, Netflix, like Netflix was the start of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and then people, like, just kind of piggy piggybacked off of it, I guess, and uh, started to make their own things. But it's just now recently. I feel like Disney Plus is the biggest one recently that has just kind of said, you know what? We're pulling all of our stuff and making our own thing. It's like, sorry, not mm -hmm. sorry. but Yeah, it's been interesting because, like you said, I think – Netflix can be considered the original one. They started out as a, a movie rental company and then went yeah. on to this online format that allowed people to, you know, pay for a subscription to watch any movie that they had in their library. Hulu was pretty early on, but they were a way to like rewatch shows that had just aired and they started out as free as well too. But mm -hmm. uh, we've kind of seen the evolution to that where a lot of these companies now are seeing saying hey if they can do it why can't we and and in that way we can keep our own original product yeah. disney being the biggest one being like hey you guys netflix is making a ton of money for having our movies on their service why not make our own service and continue to make the money off our own movies that way without letting netflix do it yeah yeah i mean that's that's interesting to say the least i mean because netflix just like you said i think we kind of figured out that netflix actually started in 1997 and so, yeah. it like blew our minds when we kind of did our research on it and looked into it. Because, I mean, you were pretty close. You said that it was the early 2000s when they uh, started the, the the movie, like the disc, the CD. Mm -hmm. What is it? DVD. There you go. Oh, gosh. I'm forgetting the I DVD mean, term. Maybe VHS as well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, maybe. But, uh, no, they started that. And then about 10 years later you were guessing about 2010 is when they started the streaming service and you were about right it was like 1997 to what like 2007 2008 when they were starting the streaming service and so like yeah, that just so. that just kind of blew our minds with that 
because uh, I remember Netflix is just like bringing in mail or mailing uh, DVDs to us. You can get any DVD you want and you can get four, you can get five or whatever. You didn't have to go down to your local, uh, you know, movie rental place. And that really killed a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, we talk about the dinosaur that is now Blockbuster. Well, I guess you could say it's more of a fossil at this point, but it's a, a running joke that if you can still see the remnants of an old Blockbuster sign, that that's something that's, in a way, kind of special at that point. But I think most people can attribute Netflix directly to the death of Blockbuster as a company. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I mean, it, it literally killed the the, the video store. Yep. And just by having it either sent to your house or then even streaming it directly to your living room, mm-hmm. having whatever. Um, but like you mentioned, you know, there was Netflix, but then Hulu came. And I'm not familiar too much with Hulu, at least the history of it. Um, I got Hulu, uh, I think in college I got it because people were like, oh, you need to get Hulu. And I was like, oh, I don't, not interested in Hulu. But, uh, but I think I got it maybe after I graduated. And at first I got the, oh, here's the subscription, but you have to have ads. And I was like, okay, whatever. But then I just got so tired of the ads that I just upgraded to the adless. <laughs> just like, and I think that's what we mainly do is we don't want to have ads. Yeah. You know, I think that's why a lot of people don't have cable anymore because half of it's ads. Why would you have ads when you can just... Uh, you know, get a membership at Netflix or a membership at Hulu and get everything ad-free. Oh, definitely. Too. And I'm, I I have noticed with Hulu, not everything is necessarily completely ad-free for me. It's usually a lot of the older programming that I can get ad-free, but then there's some stuff that if I essentially recorded because they have like a hopper recording feature or a TiVo, I think whatever, you know, they used to call these things. Mm-hmm. Um, those you're also recording the commercials, but even if you're watching like the, the show that premiered yesterday today, then they'll still add in like commercials. Cause I know that's one way for them still to make more money off of the, other than just the scrub, subscription subscription pay. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the the good thing, like, and you already mentioned it kind of too, is the good thing about Hulu is that um, you can watch the newer episodes. So, like, say you miss an episode of something new or, like, a new episode of a series, you can just go on your Hulu account and just watch it there, which is super nice because you can keep up to date with things. One of the things that I always hated about Netflix, and honestly, like, I made a rule. Like, when I watch Netflix series like Netflix got me through college honestly because I just picked a show and I watched it all semester (laughs) and you know watched it at night whatever and uh, I made up this rule that if a series doesn't have more than three seasons on Netflix I don't watch it because I can't binge it and I I still semi live to this to that rule today but I always hated and this is what happened with a lot of TV shows, is I would watch everything that was on Netflix and then get so far behind because they wouldn't update the new stuff that I would just lose interest in the show. Mm-hmm. Well, Hulu is different because it just keeps on adding it. It doesn't do by series, it does by episode, which is super nice. That's why that's one of the reasons why I got Hulu, too. Yeah, and I, I it's definitely interesting. I think that's kind of one way they try to one up the competitors so netflix is 
probably arguably the best at creating original content at this point if we're talking about i mean maybe disney plus is starting to intrude on that but if we're talking about what they had to offer compared to others of these streaming services mm -hmm. um but whereas they were ones who had the weight you know they weren't going to play the most up-to-date season of whatever you know show was going on hulu on the other hand was one that could give you access to that um still had some pretty good original uh programming and uh, maybe had some access to some older series, you know, when they first started where you could kind of binge through those, but not nearly to the level as Netflix. Uh, but now we, I think we're definitely starting to get to a point of a level playing field where the biggest part isn't necessarily about the how soon you can have access to something, but rather is do you have access to it, period? You know, Disney's yeah. holding on to their, you know, product. Uh, Netflix is able to get a hold of something and whatever Netflix doesn't have, maybe Hulu has it and whatever those two don't have, maybe Amazon has it and uh, HBO kind of has a market on more of the mature themes. Um, but at the same time, you know, HBO, I'm pretty sure, owns Sesame Street at this point. So oh, if you really? want to get like new content for your kids for Sesame Street, I think HBO is the place you have to go for that. So wow. it's really interesting seeing how all of these streaming services are, are forming and and the differences that they got going on that allows them to stay in business and compete with each other. Yeah. Well, honestly, like, I rarely watch Netflix. Um, I think recently I re I, I'm starting to rewatch Breaking Bad. Um, but other than that, I rarely get on Netflix. I watch a lot of YouTube videos. I mean, I watch a lot of uh, YouTube people, and I watch a lot of, uh, um, oh gosh, what is it? Disney Plus. <laughs> I can't, for some yeah. reason, it just blew my, it went past my mind. I watch a lot of Disney Plus, but when Disney came out with their new, like, they're like, okay, we're getting a streaming service. It's like, okay, I'm getting it. But mm -hmm. it wasn't for the Disney stuff per se i just knew i wanted it because the mandalorian yeah no i, I completely agree i know yeah. with uh disney plus that was one of the big things coming for me was uh the mandalorian and the expanded star wars universe mm -hmm. that they were going to be able to offer on that along with the expanded marvel cinematic universe you know the shows that were going to branch off with that that have recently started to debut as they're coming into 2021 yeah so i knew for uh, Disney Plus, that was something that I wanted to watch. And uh, I kind of agree with you. Netflix, I don't use too often. Um, there are a couple shows. So Cobra Kai just came out with season three on it. We, uh, me and my wife have started watching through that. Uh, another show that we keep up with that is uh, called The Last Kingdom. Mm -hmm. A uh, little more mature in terms of the themes, violence and stuff going on there. So fair warning for that. But very, very entertaining otherwise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, Stranger Things we enjoyed as well too, but. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm not, I, I mean, I use these services. I'm not entirely the person that goes. And if I'm bored, I just put on something just to have as, you know, white noise. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm like you, I can do a YouTube video or, you know, YouTube content creators and, uh, because at least with that, that's one thing YouTube more or less has the corner of the market on is they have these content creators who create this you know video format content and stuff that you're not going to get typically on any type of tv service so mm -hmm. uh, I, I definitely go to watch them for these certain things like that but yeah so yeah well one of the big things right now and you kind of hit it a little bit was 
you know, it really doesn't come down to can you get it now? It comes down to who has what. And I think Netflix is going to hurt uh, immensely with the pulling of The Office. Um, uh, you know, Peacock just announced and they have their own streaming service now. Uh, and the big thing was that The Office was going to get pulled from Netflix to go to their streaming service. And, I mean, I feel like half of my friends only have Netflix because of The Office and Friends. Mm-hmm. And they don't have either of those, I don't think. No, I anymore. You know, the office went to Peacock, and I, I want to say Friends. I think went to HBO Max. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe so. I, I don't remember who Friends started on. It may have been ABC. I don't know. I I do think yeah. HBO Max is the one who does have the rights on that. And I I do think you're definitely right. I think it's going to hurt. I don't think it's going to kill them. No. I'm one of the people, and I know I'm going to say something incredibly controversial here. I hate The Office with a passion, personally. Oh, no. I, oh, no. I know, I know I am in the minority, so everybody loves The Office. By all means, go ahead and love it. Just for me watching it, for every one episode that I find funny, there is three that is just awkward and cringe-inducing, and I do not like that type of, of situational Damn comedies man. or anything like that, personally. But yeah. it is that that was always a huge draw for Netflix as long as they had it on there. With that being gone, you, you're definitely going to see a lot of people at least go and pick up Peacock just yeah. to be able to watch The Office because they can't watch it on Netflix anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's true. I mean, we've seen it happen before where, yeah. Um, yeah, and so that's just kind of the big thing about this is, and you have. The other thing that I, you know, the other thing that I just want to mention really fast is just Prime, you know, Amazon Prime. Uh, I got, I've never had Prime, except for one time. I was interested in finally watching Downton Abbey. Have you ever seen Downton Abbey? I have heard of it. I know my mother has watched it. Um, I've heard from everybody that's really not gotten around to watching it as of this time. Yeah, I mean, and it's just, it's just, it's super good. So I got Prime for free because uh, of, so I could watch that show. And I was like, oh, I could watch it in the amount of time that I have the free subscription. Well, that didn't happen. But so I just started paying for it. <laughs> and yeah. uh, finally, when I got done with Downton Abbey, I was starting to keep it and just watch things on it whenever I wanted to. But then I just kind of got rid of it when I was like, oh, I don't know why I have this anymore. So, but you kind of go to things. You, It's kind of like, okay, I want to watch this. And then you're like, okay, we'll see if Netflix has it. Oh, nope. See if Hulu has it. Oh, nope. Okay, see if this person has it. Nope. Oh, okay, well, what about this person? You know, it's just kind of like, mm -hmm. does this person have it? Does this person have it? So I think, I think it is a major thing that they're finally realizing. And maybe that's why they're finally pulling all of their stuff. Maybe that's why it's taken them so long. Why has it taken them so long to figure this out? Netflix has been around now, technically, for like, what, 15 years? Uh, I think 14, yeah, 15 years at least at this point. And now and, all of a sudden? Maybe people thought, you know, oh, this isn't going to be that big of a thing or there's going to have like a bit of a niche market on this. Um. And I think they got proven wrong, and I think it took them time to say, okay, 
clearly we need to buy into this market, but we also need to make sure that we're putting out a product that's actually really good. So Netflix has a very user-friendly uh, format. Yeah. Uh, Disney Plus is a very user-friendly format. Uh, Hulu's isn't bad. I would say Hulu's is a step behind them. I personally say Amazon Prime's is not user-friendly. Uh, it's not bad. I can navigate it, but compared to the other big ones, it's the interface is not as good. Yeah. Uh, well, in my and, opinion. and Amazon Prime, you kind of have to be careful because it's all like, oh, here's what you can watch for free. Now, here's what yep. you can watch for not free, but we're going to make it look like it's free. So you click on it and want to watch it, and then you have to pay for it. <laughs> and I think that's one thing that I saw a lot of times with Amazon Prime. The reason I don't use it as much is because I'd look something up and, oh, they have it. And, oh, I can I can rent it or I can pay for it. Well, I was hoping to be able to watch it for free. And so then I'm like, well, okay. But I, I definitely noticed during the Christmas season, because, you know, there'd be times we want to watch a Christmas movie and we're too lazy to go dig out the DVD if we have it. And so we'd <laughs> go, all right, Netflix, do you have it? Nope. Hulu, do you have it? Nope. Amazon had it, but, you know, usually it was you had to pay for it. Yeah. Disney, do they have it? I mean, if we knew it was a Disney one, we went there right away anyways. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you do. You have most people who immediately say, even if they have a, a physical copy of what they're looking for, oh. they're almost always going to search, you know, through their streaming services first to see if they have it. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if there are people who have, you know, every season of The Office on DVD or on Blu-ray who are still going to buy Peacock just because it's that much more efficient to yeah. click a couple buttons on a remote than have to get up, insert the disc, sit down, change, you know, whatever else. And so, yeah, or well, we are a lazy people. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that I was very upset about to an extent. I mean, it wasn't super upset, but you know, I, when I love Marvel and I love the movies, all of them. And I, I buy. I bought all the movies that came out. So Infinity War, Ant Man, Iron Man, Thor. You know all of them. And then all of a sudden, I get Disney Plus, and I've got all of them right there. And I'm like, really? Well, that was kind of pointless. <laughs> because no, pretty much I, everything I, that I bought is on there. I know exactly what you mean, and you you know that I have a substantial sized movie collection in terms of DVDs and. I honestly can't, you know, the last time I may have bought an actual like DVD Blu-ray copy of something probably was back in like 2017. I w- would be my best guess. Yeah. Yeah. I bought the Infinity War, Marvel's Infinity War. I think that was the last one I bought, the part two of it. Mm-hmm. But, but this is a good uh, this is a good segue to the next topic, you know, uh, talking about all this and, and streaming services and everything. Uh, kind of people are transitioning or have been transitioning from television series like on cable to streaming services and kind of the next topic I want to talk about is is television dead you know people aren't buying it anymore people aren't getting it anymore um why why is television a thing like what what is television really just a bunch of ads and Stuff that no one really wants to watch anymore, or reruns of other shows. So, what's your opinion on say, that? Yeah, I would say it's it's both dead and evolving, or not dead, dying and evolving. So, you know, I think as long as you're going to have some technologically challenged people who who really don't want to have anything to do with the internet, you're probably still going to have people who are willing to pay for cable or willing to pay for Comcast or Dish TV, satellite, anything like that. Um, but I do think a lot of it 
is transitioning, but there are some things that you get with, you know, your, your typical television that you're not going to get with a streaming service. Like you don't really get news with Netflix as much as I don't really think there's any good news to listen to right about now. Yeah. There are people who want access to that. Not to mention that that is jobs for some individuals as well, too, um, for a lot of sports. You're, you're typically not getting that through um, any type of streaming service uh, unless they are one that's combined with television like Hulu, Live TV, Plus Sports. Um, maybe uh, ESPN, I'm not certain if they truly have a streaming service about that. Um, I think they have things where you can kind of access their original like 30 for 30 movie documentary type things that they've made. Um, and I think that like on your app, if you tell them who your TV service is, then you can kind of watch their games, you know, from your phone or something like that. But, um, and, and sports isn't going away. We might see it change with, you know, how the coronavirus has affected it. But so I think those type of things are changing it. And I think that's more where the evolution comes in is that I don't know that you're going to see, you know, cable television much more, or even satellite television. I think it's going to be things that how much can you access it through the internet? Yeah. So with something like Hulu, uh, live TV, YouTube TV, uh, there might even be like PlayStation TV or something. So I think you're going to see more of these rise up. You could see Netflix start their own technical TV station soon yeah. um, as they try to move more towards that style. So I, I don't know that television is technically going to die, but it's going to evolve from what we knew it as even 10 years ago in my opinion, more to what we're seeing it with these streaming services, adding on the channels and making them accessible in that way. Yeah, it's kind of changing it from television to internet, kind of what we were talking about. Yeah, you know, it's not necessarily oh, buy cable so you can get HBO and and NBC and ABC and all these things. It's like no, get get our streaming service so you can watch the new stuff that we're releasing and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. And there is because, you know, it's there's part of it is there are going to be people who say, you know, there are there are shows that everybody wants to watch day of just like, you know, if there's a movie coming out in theaters that you you have to see because you cannot risk there being spoilers at all. So you have to go on, you know, the the Thursday night midnight release or something like that. There are people who are going to be like, I, you know, Game of Thrones is one of those shows that was like that, that people either had like the HBO service so they could watch moment of or paid for it on their cable or network, you know, whatever TV they had, so they could watch that episode right then. I think there's, I think there are still going to be shows that are kind of like that. And, and so I think that is why they will keep some of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, a, a lot of it could definitely move over to streaming. And, you know, Hulu, and I think one that we haven't mentioned yet too, Sling TV, which is basically just cable, but through the internet at that point, those mostly are the two that kind of have the corner on that market still allowing you to have tv but also have a streaming service yeah 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 i mean i it's just like you said television i don't think is i think it's could be dying but i think you have i think you hit it just right on the head it's kind of evol you know going through evolution it's just kind of evolving into something else and i mean especially uh, the next thing that i kind of want to talk about is you know our movie theaters dead uh, you know, especially with COVID um, and everything, companies have just released their new movies on their streaming service instead of in theaters. Um, for instance, example, Mulan, you know, they they didn't release it in theaters. They just released it at Disney Plus, said, hey, 
20 bucks to watch it. And then all of a sudden, you know, after a month or whatever, it's just now available to anyone who has the streaming service. You know, could, could that be a thing? Could movie theaters be dead? And they just start, you know, oh, why do we need to put it in theaters? We can just put it in their homes and charge them a price for it, you know? Yeah, and uh, so for me on that one, uh, personally, that's a hard no. Uh, I don't think movie theaters are dead. I don't think they're dying. I think they're going through a tough time right now. Um, but like you said, you know, Maloon, Maloon, huh? Maloon. Mulan, <laughs> Maloon, lady, sorry. Uh, Mulan did get released, and I think it was $30, actually, which for a lot of people was like, you know, unless we're getting a whole family to come over and everyone's chipping in $5 to pay for this, not a lot of people were too happy seeing that no. in general. Because most of them are like, yeah, I could go to the theater and, you know, spend still $18, but that's getting me popcorn and a drink and, you know, maybe some candy along with watching the movie. That's still cheaper than me seeing it on release at this point. And I'm not going to say that Mulan's kind of panned release uh, was because of, of how it was released. I don't think people just didn't enjoy the movie as much as they were hoping to. Same with uh, Wonder Woman 19... 84, 84. 87. Yeah, I think it's 84. 84. I haven't seen that yet. And it was one that I, it was short review. Wasn't as good as the first Wonder Woman. I don't agree with all of them saying, you know, it was a bad movie. I'm like, eh, it wasn't as good as the other one, but I still enjoyed it. But I, I'm a bit easier to please, I guess, with some of that stuff. <laughs> but I think in the end, uh, I, I talked about this with another friend at one point, and I think for the most part, people really enjoy the theater experience, especially if you mm-hmm. live somewhere close to a very nice theater. Um, I know in the town that I'm in right now, there's a theater here that has like reclining seats. Um, If this is your thing, they serve alcohol at this theater. So for that, it's a much different experience. And um, people enjoy having the opportunity to watch a movie from a theater, you know, with a massive screen in comparison to not saying watching a movie in your own home is a bad thing. We do it all the time, but it at least makes it seem a bit bigger, a bit better and a bit, a little bit more anticipated so yeah. even with COVID happening with the changes that we've had to go through i personally do not anticipate movie theaters you know going the way of cable or of newspapers or rate you know or you know just becoming a small thing anymore i think at least for a while they're still going to be very successful once the the pandemic is over yeah i mean i miss the movie theater that's one of the only things i ever really did Mm-hmm. and uh you know movie theater popcorn and just going and seeing the movies on the big screen just like you said and i yeah. would much rather have gone and watched this movie or a movie on the big screen than paying 30 bucks you know at my house yeah you know? no definitely <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean that that is a that is a big topic because i mean technically they are cutting out the middleman and you know, who knows how much money they make from movie theaters, but who knows how much they're pumping in money-wise to movie theaters. Uh, so, and I mean, yeah, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. A you lot of, up. yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these, you know, production companies or whatever that might be at the forefront of their mind, especially because they haven't had to use a movie theater in mm-hmm. what, six, nine months. I don't even know how long it's been forever. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, but, um, and I would, I would say the argument with that. So from what I have heard, 
Uh, I think movie theaters actually do not get too much of the profit out of it. I think actually movie theaters tend to make their biggest amount of profit off of the food and, and drink sales. And so a lot of that money is still going back to, you know, the production companies and everything like that. And while we have seen some of these companies release, you know, their movies, Mulan on Disney Plus, uh, HBO Max is the one that had Wonder Woman. A lot of them have held back. They've said, we don't want to put out the movie in the pandemic because nobody's going to go and see it. And I think they do make a lot of money, you know, when it comes to the box office, when it comes to the theater. So we've saw movies like, uh, you know, Black Widow was supposed to come out in 2020. That got pushed back to 2021 at this point. And if mm-hmm. 2021 had a bleak outlook, I wouldn't be surprised to see him push it back to 2022. You know, as much as people want to still see these movies, especially these big ones like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the companies are like, and especially if they saw how well, or rather how not as well Mulan did in Disney Plus, they either have to change up the pricing, which case still makes it very hard to do, because um, you know you you know you could pay ten dollars for ten people to watch, you'd be losing on that because probably would usually be getting a hundred dollars out of that instead. Yeah. So I think most of these companies are like, no, we'd rather have theaters go back and really only push out these movies if we kind of still need to bring attention like Mulan or like Wonder Woman, but really like to save our big hitters for the theaters because those are the ones that are going to bring us the money. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So really the last topic that I want to talk about, well, second to last topic, I guess, is just a quick thing. Um, you know, we, there's all these streaming services and really the only thing like we've mentioned is, uh, what they have, what they have to offer. And one of the big big things that each of these have to offer in the sense of Netflix and we've already kind of mentioned it are the original aspects of the things because that is a big aspect of it. Uh, what are your opinions on originals with these stuff? So it, it is interesting because you've seen that, you know, they've had some really big hits when it comes to originals. Uh, for Netflix, you'd be talking about like Stranger Things being one of the big ones. Um, I think The Crown is also another big one that's come off there. Disney Plus, Mandalorian has probably been the biggest one for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Amazon Primes would probably be something like The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Or mm-hmm. uh, I think Jack Ryan is another one as well, too, that's had a lot of success. So yeah, I'm all for these companies. And, and you know, as much as I don't give as much credence to award shows, what they think are totally fantastic because i think a lot of times they go for more of the artsy appeal compared to you know what the audience actually truly loves i i do think they for the most part do a good job pumping out a lot of this original content and not everything's going to succeed and you know they're going to go for some of these that are supposed to be really good and end up you know flat out bombing because the acting wasn't good or they overhyped it or or different things but um you can talk about a lot of these smaller ones or ones that people didn't even hear about. Uh, one of the best things that Netflix has produced um, recently in recent history uh, was a, an animated Christmas movie called Klaus, mm-hmm. which uh, I think it was even up for an Academy Award for Best Animated Picture wow. in 2019. And wow. so it, it is interesting. And, you know, there's part of it that really comes to like i said i don't always agree with the reviewers but at the same time it's still nice that you can, you can look in you know rotten tomatoes or imdb to say oh so there's this original how good's this and oh it's 12 percent on rotten tomatoes and it's like well do i feel like watching what most people think is a bad movie tonight 
I don't know. But for the most part, I, I am a big fan of it because I would also say, too, I don't know that it's truly any different than ABC putting out an original show that gets played, you know, week by week by week yeah. on, you know, their their network channel, you know, whatever number it is on, on your TV. I, I don't know that it's truly any different. You know, the big thing is just that Netflix tends to release them all on one day. <laughs> Not always, but most of the time. And then, you know, Disney Plus, on the other hand, you know, with The Mandalorian, Mandalorian came out every Friday. So you yeah. watch it on Friday. And you know, that actually felt like you were watching your your typical TV show that you would follow along with, you know, 10 years ago the way it did. But I'm all yeah. for it. And, you know, there's been some great ones. There's been some bad ones. And it really still is very similar because you'll see the good ones go on for a while and you'll see some good ones get canceled for no reason. And you'll see the bad ones maybe get one season and everybody realizes they're bad. And they're just like, all right, let's move still on. leave it available. But let's sweep that under the rug. Yeah. Yeah. Originals is something that I've never gotten into. Um you know, people are always like, oh, have you watched this new uh, show on Netflix? And like the first thing I said is, I say is, oh, no, I haven't seen it. Is it an original? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, like I just I, for some reason, I've just never been getting into the originals on Netflix. I don't know if I just had a bad experience with one or what the case may be, but uh, originals kind of have a different standard or a different uh what am i trying to say kind of it just has a different feel to it you know some of them are more uh gory gushy uh have a lot of uh, uh language or whatever they don't have like those uh stipulations i guess that normal television would have and so maybe that's maybe I just watched one that wasn't good and it just turned me off from almost all originals. Even though I've watched Stranger Things and I love Stranger Things, but uh, I feel like Netflix is coming out with more and more originals even to this day. Yeah, and I can I can definitely see part of that. I know um, a lot of the stuff that you see marked as originals, if you compared it to you know your typical TV series like Friends, like The Office, like uh. Even, you know, if you want to go for something that was more hard-hitting, like 24 or something, these these shows would never have been put on broadcast TV. These would be ones that would have to be on Stars, on FX, on uh, HBO. You know, the places where you had to pay extra money to get these channels because the main product that you were getting was either a, a show that was too violent to have on your, your local network or you know, too overly sexualized, too vulgar. Um, and so these streaming services have free reign to be a bit more like that. So there there are a lot of cases where they are more similar to HBO than they really are to any network that we you would typically grow up watching unless you already always had access to like HBO or those types of channels. Yeah. Yeah. I Yep. That's... It's kind of all there is to say about it. I mean, <laughs> like that's that's exactly right. Uh, you know, just like I was saying and you were saying, they just don't have they don't have those regulations like they would have, you know, airing in on network television. So, mm -hmm. but uh, but there are some originals that I like, uh, such as Stranger uh, Things. But uh, but maybe I need to give uh, new originals or some originals a chance because I always hear people say, "Oh, have you watched this? Have you watched that?" And I'm like, "No, I haven't watched it." But uh, maybe I need to give it a chance. Yeah. 
Uh, and I mean, it's, it's and it, everybody's different. Like I said, yeah. I'm a person who can't stand watching The Office. That means I'm not going to tell somebody, you know, oh, I'll, I'll tell them my opinion, but I say, watch it for yourself because you may absolutely love it. Same yeah. way with a lot of these originals. And you can tell somebody, uh, like I said, with that one show, The Last Kingdom, the violence is up a bit. Um, not quite the level of Game of Thrones from the different things that I've seen of Game of Thrones, but it's still up there that can, uh, the squeamish individuals would not want to watch yeah uh but the overall storyline for me is really good and that is mostly the main part of, of what makes that show uh rated a little you know more mature than other stuff would be yeah so but it, yeah there still are a lot of great products or, or or things that are added on um like i said the movie klaus which is a very kid friendly especially around christmas time is a great great movie mm-hmm. um, and especially with uh like Disney Plus, like you said, one of the main reasons you got Disney Plus was the original content that you were anticipating them going ahead and putting out. So Yeah. Yeah, and I'm excited for all the new stuff that's coming, for sure. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll do an episode on that at some point, too, here soon. All right, really quick. Uh, opinion, overall best streaming service, in your opinion. If you could choose Ooh. one. Oh, oof, I know, I know. So if I want to go purely on streaming, not, you know, all the different features and everything they have, um, I'm going to say this is more out of anticipation for what they're going to be capable of doing. Um, you know, having one of the largest, you know, pockets the, to pull cash out of to fund this stuff. Uh, I do think maybe it's Netflix right now, but I think Disney Plus, hmm. if they haven't already surpassed them, will surpass them and will probably be the best streaming service in terms of, you know the the previous content that you can get on it not to mention what the 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 disney plus originals that you'll be able to get onto it so yeah let's take it that disney plus is the one that i'm going to say probably is the best and will continue to be the best yeah i agree i would say disney plus even though they got a lot of bugs to to fix i mean of course they they've been out what a year has it been a year i think a year year or a little, little over because i know we're, we're two seasons into the mandalorian and that first started uh debuting in october i think of oh, 2019 yeah. yeah so we're a little, a little over a little, little over a year yeah um they they uh, they've got good stuff on there and i'm excited for what's to come but they and i would say they're pretty um uh friendly with their uh service on like trying to find things and stuff like that but uh, I remember when it came out, like people were all like, oh, it's not working right. But that's because everyone was watching stuff on it. But, uh, yeah. you know, give them a break. It's only been a year. They can still update it and make it more user friendly and make it kind of work better. But uh, that's my only complaint yeah. about it. But it works fine usually when I use it. But but like I yeah. said, it's only been a year. So they still got time to yeah. To, to... Definitely stream for me. And when you talk about the catalog, you know, from Disney movies, Pixar movies, and then you get to throw in, you know, the acquisition of Marvel and uh, Lucasfilm. So you get all the Marvel movies, except that that might be owned by like Sony, like the old Spider Man's. Um, yeah. Uh, Lucasfilm. So all the Star Wars content. And then, you know, the most recent acquisition of that being uh, 21st Century Fox. Mm-hmm. So I think you're talking about like the X Men movies or anything like that. That is arguably giving you the widest variety of content that you have available. And and the best part of it, I think, for certainly parents out there, is it's probably going to give you the largest amount of, like, safe content that, you know, your child can probably watch. And you're not worried about them, you know, hearing 
vulgar language or stumbling upon a sex scene or some, you know, very, very hard to watch violence. So yeah, I, I think that's a huge benefit that's going to go towards Disney plus, at least when it comes to talking about family friendliness of streaming services too. Yeah. Yeah. And plus Disney plus is the only one that I pay for. So. Which is perfect. <laughs> I know, right? That's why I have it. <laughs> all right. Well, we all have our favorite streaming service. Uh, there are so many to choose from, and we all want all of them. And, you know, they have our favorite shows on them. So take our money. Take our money, streaming services. We appreciate you for doing so. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this, Jed. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I was super happy to be back on with you again. Yeah, and this won't be the last time. No, definitely not. <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this, Jed. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, stay safe. And remember, you don't care.